Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Relic Grind, Ready Check Radio's uh, Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. You're hearing that music, it must, that must mean it's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And we're live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, getting ready to talk about Final Fantasy XIV, Square Enix, and you know what? Today, let's throw in some stuff that isn't Square Enix a little bit later. We'll talk about all of it. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. As always, if you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, any of those platforms, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. But don't forget to head on over to readycheckradio.com. Check out all the backlog of episodes of Relic Grind and Gaming Gumbo. Throw a like up there, subscribe, turn on the notifications wherever you're watching us, and uh, make sure to follow all those socials right on the website. Joining me to go over all the fun stuff, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. In the middle of uh, spreadsheeting uh, everything that I can do and see the most efficient way to get 50, 57,000 tomes. So that, uh, that's a good time, right? That's fun. That's fun. 57,000 tomes. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's grind it out. Uh, that's fun. Maybe, maybe. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Looking like he's not having fun. Adam Lane, the Kronos <laughs> one. I'm just tired. That's uh, default. That's default. Yeah, or, or that. I mean, the, the tomes aren't so bad. It could be worse. could be worse. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, because we are, we are going to get into, obviously, patch 6.35 dropped this week. We were, did a little review of what was coming and what we hope to get out of some things, and if the patch was going to be enough, like does is is the time differential, the extra two weeks per patch, and the the extra time, does this feel a little slower, a little less than what we might be used to, even for people like us that are already recognizing we're going to tear through most of the content very quickly to begin with. Is it feeling even longer, and and is this good for more casual players? Is this good for the more hardcore players? Is it is it good for Final Fantasy fourteen as a whole? I mean, six point three five. It's only been out for a couple of days, but honestly, like you're pretty much done now, right? Like it's just try to get a little further in the deep dungeon, uh, or maybe use it to level up a few characters if you have no interest in <clears throat> getting super deep in the deep dungeon. And the the relic grind for the the Hildebrand the Manderville weapons. Uh, other than that, you probably already started your dailies and have been keeping up on those. And no MSQ yeah, just... or anything in the patch. Like you know, we speculated last week, Tark. This is a bit of a smaller one, and. You know, if, yeah. particularly if you're like an ultimate person and maybe you're already through the ultimate or you're getting ready to finish off the ultimate. I think, Kronos, you and your team are, are closing in on that. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, there's still a lot left, but oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, pretty yeah. far. It's, yeah. it's, does this, is this a good thing that you have this gap that Yoshi P's always said, hey, you know, go play something else and then come back? That's the whole point. Or is the gap getting a little too big where now, yeah, something we talked about last week, Tark, could start potentially happening where people start just not coming back because the time it's is, <laughs> you know, 
you're out of your your it's out of your head it's out of your daily routine or your weekly routine and all of a sudden it becomes a little well i don't want to go back cuz now i'd have to catch up like what do you think now that you've been in 635 a little bit um most of the content's just kind of fluff content to me like i've never been a deep deep dungeon person uh i've done the first 10 floors cuz people were like hey let's go do this i'm like sure yeah why not um as far as tribes i'm still an expansion behind and it's just crafting, so if you're not a crafter, there's nothing for you there. Um, yeah, and the, the and you do have this. Well, I mean, is... sticking on that, sticking on that, you do have <laughs> the the splendid weapons as far as the the hmm. crafting and gathering stuff too. So there is a little more crafters gatherers sure. content than just the <clears throat> tribes. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did forget about that. That's why everyone's uh, in the crystarium. Okay, I get it now. Um, yeah, I just this is. Like, if I was all cut up on my jobs I, and didn't have, like, ultimate to do, I probably wouldn't sub. Um, I'm not a person that would stay away because I love this game. But, yeah, you you're, you nailed it. This might be the points where, like, these patches are so long that I might up-sub and not come back until, like, expansion time now. So... Could um, you actually see yourself taking like six, four, six, five off? Like, let's say right now, because like all three of us are nuts about the game, right? And so yeah, yeah. The, those long periods of unsub, if you did unsub, wouldn't generally be that long. But could you see somebody like you runs ultimates, has progression guilds at some point, at some points in your in your past, would like to get into another one, and you know, a voracious Final Fantasy fourteen player to be sure. Are you kind of feeling at this point, like if you did unsub three weeks from now, you just like, you know what? I, there's no point in me spending $15. I haven't booted it up for two weeks and I don't even feel mm. like I'm missing anything. That's why I don't have a problem subbing up. Are you somebody that like wouldn't immediately be back at 6.4? Could you see dot four dot five going by and just saying, I'll see you at the expansion? No, because I, I <laughs> thoroughly enjoy the raid content. Me, me personally, I enjoyed the raid content, so I would be back for Savage. Um, but I can see people that don't have a vested interest in that, maybe just want to do story, you know, let it build up. Let, like how I feel like with Tataru's, like I'm going to let it build up and then I'm going to finish it all in 6.5 or 6.55 whenever they finish it up. So I can see people doing that. Um, that's not how I play the game, but everyone has their own nuances in how they go about content. Kronos, what are you feeling? 635 so far. It's a patch. Yeah, it, it <laughs> definitely patch. is a patch. I mean, uh, because there's, we're not the only ones in this boat. Like looking, no. looking at, at feedback, early feedback over the last 48 hours, there's a lot of people that are kind of, you know, maybe not feeling the best about the game right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the same. I think it's just time for them to take a break. I think, and that's fine. I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely less. It's less, and it's longer in between. But I don't personally care, like, hate it. I do everything in this game. So I, I've already probably dipped my toes in all this stuff, and I'm pretty far, and I'll probably be done with all the content relatively shortly, uh, other than the ultimate, obviously. That's gonna still t that's probably still going to run through and pass by the time I finish the deep dungeon. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's definitely not how it used to be. I guess it feels less... But I feel like it's been this way for a bit now. I mean, in Walker, you feel it more now because you have like the extra couple of weeks. But like what we've been on like the one dungeon, like half patch thing since 
Stormblood, middle of Stormblood, basically. Stormblood, yeah. So, yeah, and it's <clears throat> you kind of feel. I think you you look you look forward and you go, okay, the 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 dot x five, right? In this case, dot uh, dot three five. Like you don't expect that to be a mega patch to begin with, yeah. right? It's yeah, it's the dot x five. It's it's the the dot three dot four dot five that you maybe expect more meat and potatoes, but even those have felt a little less than what they have in in uh, years past. And then you look forward and you say, okay, what are some of the things that we can look forward to? Well, we're not getting any exploratory zone in in this mm-hmm. segment of patches. So right. some big pieces of content that we have been used to getting in the past, you might look at dot six three five in a vacuum and say, I don't expect it to be that big. It's a dot x five patch, but then you look forward and you go, well, there are big things that we're typically used to getting in the dot three dot four dot five. We're just not getting, and we got a deep dungeon, a new deep dungeon, which is not an every patch cycle occurrence in and of itself, but it seems like it was at the expense of other things like an exploratory zone, which I know cruising through the internet is one of like the huge things right now. Like you, you yeah. people, more casual players are, are saying that they, they're really feeling no Bosja or, or anything like that um, is, is a detraction that, that so, now we're not going to see that. Yeah. So I guess one thing to keep in mind is that we're still supposed to get two criterion dungeons that didn't exist in any, other expansion like that's new to this i mean if they what they said is true we're supposed to get two more right. i know those haven't been received particularly the best uh but they can improve on them uh yeah we know we're not getting exploratory zone and we know we knew that like the deep dungeon was like kind of like sw- swapped in the deep dungeon plus the criterion are kind of like in place of it right and the funny thing is is like last expansion people were complaining like oh we don't have a deep dungeon <laughs> but we get like you know but i think most people Bosja was received relatively well um, and I think we even said on here that like when Bo- the how successful Bosja was, we were like, Deep Dungeon might be done. You know, like it might not yeah, come back. I remember that. I remember that. Um, and but enough people wanted Deep Dungeon back. And now that we have Deep Dungeon back, you have these other people coming back out. And they're like, well, where's our exploratory zone? I, I, I think the thing, I, it's really hard to win over everybody. <laughs> it's really hard. There's yeah. always going to be someone that wants the other thing instead of the yeah. other thing. And we're never going to get everything. It's, it's never going to happen. Yeah, like I, I would like I would like a raid every patch, but uh, you know they're not going to do that. Because... Right, but when you look at the stuff that is there, is there the risk of, or at least the perception, the risk of the perception, Tark, of everything you're putting in in dot three, dot four, dot five caters more towards that very smaller upper percentage of people that want more difficult content, specialized content with the Criterion dungeons and deep dungeons. Yeah, deep dungeons are great for leveling alternate characters, right? But that's not the primary focus of why that's there. They didn't build that just so you had something to go level characters. It's meant to be a solo or group challenge, uh, a, a very hard one. If you look at you know the number of people that have necromancer titles and stuff like that, that is catering towards a, a, a higher percentage or a smaller percentage of the audience. Criterion dungeons, the ultimates, the savage. Then you flip to the more casual stuff where Bosja has some types of little challenging fights, but they're generally more accessible to an audience. Are they running the risk of that perception being, hey, the more casual player might be not 
forefront in development here uh, over the rest of the the six series. I guess so. I, I my concern um, is you know we had this term we were not going to spare any expense, and that was a big Yoshi P talking point for quite a while. But we keep seeing things get pulled away and replaced. I'm like, well, if we're not going to spare an expense, why can't you do both? Wait, and I know to, they've had this big to go know, along. Health, I don't want to interrupt time. you here, but I think this good plugs right into what you're saying. Not just yeah. the spare no expense. You constantly have the business creative unit three working on Final Fantasy 14 and 16 doesn't impact resources at all. Okay, sure. uh -huh. and that that may legitimately <laughs> be the case hours wise and things. But again, going with what you're talking about on the perception side of things. Mm -hmm. It may not feel like they're sparing every expense. It may feel like and be perceived that, hey, dividing tasks here is hurting things. Yeah, Yoshi P's time is is limited. You know, you only have twenty four hours in a day, uh, unless you're that uh, that story person. She's all thirty six hours in a day. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's di di diverting his focus into two different places, and we all hope sixteen's great, but. Um, I, I've seen a lot of talk about, you know, 14 is suffering from it and it's hard not to agree with that to an extent. Any legitimacy to those arguments, Kronos? I mean, I, I think when he says stuff like that, they're definitely like kind of lying, right? I mean, like it obviously has to affect it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like, it has to. <laughs> yeah, like you can say that it's not going to, but like he literally works on both titles. There's no way he can only work so many hours in a day. Like, mm -hmm. That already in and of itself affects it. Um, I mean, they've been pulling stuff away for quite a while. When did they go to like one dungeon a patch? And I feel like some people complained about that. I, I didn't really uh, particularly care, but I mean, that was a while. Shadowbringers ago. was the first true yeah. one. So, I mean, I feel like we've been slowly peeling back. And I mean, part of it is too like, it's this game's a mammoth of a game, right? So when you add content to it, you have to make sure everything else doesn't break, right? So, like, as you add these patches, you still have to make sure all the previous content is still intact. And I feel like people overlook how hard testing is sometimes. Like, I mean, they have to do that every patch cycle. And they have to test. They can't just test the new stuff. They got to test everything. So that's a lot. And the more they add on to it, the harder that becomes. And the more people you have to either hire. But, I, yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to bite the bullet on the spare no expense thing. I can't really fight that point because he's definitely said that and it doesn't feel that way that's for sure because like you know if it was spare no expense right you'd have the deep dungeon and you'd have the zone right like there'd be yeah. there'd be no argument um but that's not the case i guess like i always never assumed we were going to get both ever and i don't think it, most people did right uh but i think with the with how successful bosja was i was surprised and i i kind of saw that this was probably going to happen because bosja does appeal to more people than the deep dungeon of course and and the deep dungeon people you know i mean that's their content they like it so they want more of it you know just like i'm a raider i would love to have more raids i'm happy with what i have but i'm you know i will never say no to more you know so but yeah, I mean, I, I get it. It's hard, and they're never going to be able to please everybody, but I think they probably have to try to please the most people and keep the most people playing, I and that's going to be a hard balance to strike. I don't think it helps when what you do get kind of feels like, I, I don't want to say phoned in, but the Relic Quest is 100% phoned in. 
Absolutely. It's it's at least so far. Like who knows what, you know, one more tier of this will look like, but you know, it was tombstones in the first patch. It was first quest for tombstones in this patch, second quest for different tombstones. Uh there uh, oh, okay. Um great. And this kind of goes back to something we have talked about over and over and over again here, where the gear progression in the game just isn't great anymore. Uh, it was great for when it started, uh, but it has outgrown. It's it's not fun to acquire gear in Final Fantasy fourteen. It just isn't, and maybe I'm alone in that. I don't know. It, it just isn't. It feels more like I've got to go do this than... I want to go get that new chess piece. And it's because it's always done the exact same way with the exact same processes, every single patch, every single expansion. And the only thing that was mildly different from that was the relic. And whether or not you wanted to actually grind to do the relics or not, which is what they were, they were simply grinds of a different type. Um, now it has become now even the relic so far has literally just turned into yet another tombstone grind. And that doesn't feel great. At least not to me. Am, am I the it's, only one here? It's funny. So I mean, I know I mean, I think a lot of people agree with you. Uh but the, the funny thing is, is like a lot of the relics are just tombstone grinds disguised in different ways. Oh yeah. Right? Like to be sure. Like, you know, like in there was a point, I think, in Shadowbringers where one was just like, do Labyrinth of the Ancient 30 times. And I mean you could do that now and get tombstones, right? Like if, if your way of getting tombstones is do Labyrinth of the Ancient 30 times. Yeah, you but you, do that. your tombstones didn't have to be specifically for that relic that you're doing the piece of content and the rewards that you get from that content. Right. You can do what you want with them. But the aim of the that that grind was just to do that piece of content. Now we're you can do whatever content you want, but the yeah. rewards you get need to be focused in to this relic grind. And while I understand it for the first part, it's a buy-in. You're buying into this relic part, you know, however much you want to invest to start for whatever number of relics you want. Okay. But beyond that, like to do this again is absolutely lazy. When I saw it, that's the word I got. I, like, I'm not saying it's lazy. not lazy. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not lazy, but I guess what I'm saying is Plus it's not it that. Further compound on, it just further compounds a problem the game already has. Yeah, the gear With sucks. the tombstone I'm, I'm cap and your ability to successfully gear up to max levels multiple classes with that damn tombstone cap, and now... Well, this is the well. This is old tombstone. This is the it's, older tombstone. I understand. I understand. Oh, but yeah, it's compounding but... on a problem it already has. Oh yeah, the gear is trash. I, I've said that a ton of times. Like the way the gear works in the game sucks. Uh, I deal with it just because the way I see it is like the gear system's not fun, so and it allows them to make better content. That's kind of the way I view it. I'm not saying that's the best way to view it, but like I would rather have better content and a bad gear system than a great gear system with shit content. And if that's the trade-off, I guess, because like it, it, when you start putting more, I mean, we've seen it now, like when they put more resources than one thing, other things are going to suffer. Right. So it's like, where's the mm -hmm. trade-off? And, and that's just how I personally feel. I'm not saying that other people's opinions are invalid because like, you know, they play the games for different reasons than I do. And then so their opinion's perfectly valid. Um, I just like, I don't know. I think a lot of the other relic, I think a lot of people like they mask it better. Like, I mean, in Heavens where you were buying items for poetics and then trading those items in for your relic progression. So you're still using yeah. the tombstone to get another item to then trade it in toward an item. 
it's just like an extra step that feels like it. Right, but, you're, but you're not you're not factoring in things like the the other portions that we have seen. And again, we're not completely oh. done with this, so maybe right. you know something else gets added here. I hope, but like the atma or light or like those other grinds mm -hmm. that maybe you wanted to do or didn't want to do. That doesn't matter. But it yeah. wasn't a you know you could go get uh, atma and be you know, doing it on a lower level character to fate grind, right? At the same yeah. time, you could be accomplishing things. You could do the same thing uh, with, with the light and dungeon running and things like this, where this is, okay, I've got to be running a specific set of content. Um, I'm probably in most cases going to want to do that on my, my main class or my second main class. I'm not going to really use this too much as an opportunity besides maybe the roulette each day. Uh, to level things up or to farm other things while I'm at it. It just like, man, that yeah. felt so freaking lazy. I mean, yeah, giving people different ways to do it is probably a good thing. And like, I guess their <laughs> thought was tombstones can be gotten from ton of stuff. So they're giving you an infinite ways to do it. But I think they missed that. Like, I don't know. It's it's just different what they missed. Is this, what people. they missed is that there's already a dozen other things I need to be farming tombstones for or want to be farming tombstones for. And yeah, there might be 15, 20 different ways for me to farm tombstones, Tark. But they're the same 15 or 20 things that I was already farming for other reasons because I wanted tombstones for other things. This is just yet... You didn't give me more options to move the quest forward. You just gave me more busy work, and this time you didn't even bother to disguise it. Right, like it's just give us the no dress up here. <laughs> they didn't put any yeah. makeup. They didn't put it in a dress or a suit. You know, it's just get me that money. Um, I, I, I'm because I'm struggling with like I need mistletoe, like infinite amount of mistletoes, and the tombstones use up all my mistletoe. So or my mistletoe uses up all, all my tombstones. So now, do I want to continue on this path? I'm like, I'm feeling like I should wait. I mean, it's not even 635, so, like, yeah, you get a couple extra materia slots, right? That's how you know someone's doing the ultimate right there. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all in the same boat, yeah. It's like, we we need these for our pots. Yeah. Uh, not our off job. Yeah. So I might not do any more relic until 6.5 when there's no ultimate, and then that weapon will be the best to go into the expansion at that point. Yeah, I mean... I'm literally looking at this patch as like I don't even care about the relic anymore. I was like, never mind, you know. Like maybe maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. I who cares, you know. I I've, I'm so sporadic with the relics anyway. I do this one and then I totally skip the next one. Like I just don't care. Um, you know, maybe I'll finish this one off. Uh, maybe I I won't. But literally, you know, it's it's sad that six three five came out and within a day I was like. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to be really jumping in here to do is knock those dailies out. And, you know, if I'm not doing some night and I want to take a shot at a few more alliance raids to get a couple of these stupid minions that never, ever drop for me or I never, ever win, maybe I'll do that. And, oh, hey, look, I got 500 tombstones. I'll go buy one of those things. Like, you know, it's just... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Bosja is the best way to do it. Even though, I like, even Bosja, even Bosja, though, like, you, it was still, like, because you're doing, like, fades, and, like, you do, like, I, I think you have to give people different options to do it, and I think it really helps when you tie it into a piece of content that's, like, new and fresh. 
And like you could progress because you could like do Bosja and just by doing it, you'd accidentally get relic stuff yeah. if you had the quest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think that's the best way to do it going forward, which is why I just thought that they would just do Bosja every expansion. Uh, you know, not exactly Bosja, but right, right, right. what Bosja is and just kind of co- exploratory cut content. Um, yeah, but specifically Bosja, not Eureka. Yeah, <laughs> true. I, not that I'm saying Eureka's bad. I mean, I know, understand people really enjoy Eureka for a different reason, but Eureka's relic system is not good. <laughs> I think the way Bosja did it is like the, a really good balance, and you have like a lot of other rewards. They obviously made some mistakes with like some of the twenty-four man or forty-eight man or whatever they were. Those things could have probably yeah, been fixed, but that's and... yeah. But you can like iterate on that. Like uh, that's why I was surprised more than anything because Bosja is like just such a like that idea is such a good conduit just for doing the relic and like for casual content. Yeah, you you've got quests, you've got an alternate progression system, you've got fates, you've got bigger almost dungeon-esque or trial-esque boss fights. Uh like like you have all of that right there. Uh which hey, you know what? You as the hardcore player or us as the more hardcore players, we're going to go do it because we want to get the relic grind stuff and maybe grab a couple a couple achievements along the way and that's cool. As a casual, more casual person, that's fantastic on all those fronts, right? I can be doing yeah. the relic, which is maybe a little more hardcore than I normally play these types of MMOs, but I'm accidentally doing it. You know, I'm I'm I just and leveling happen, up other jobs. And I'm leveling yeah. up other jobs. And you know what? I really like fate, so I'm just gonna fate grind. Or okay, now this opens up another quest and a progression system, which gives me a little ability. Oh, now this whole quest has led to a cool little boss fight. You know, it it just has that. I, I think Bosnia was like the perfect thing. They did it really did, well. Like, it it, did, it, it did it for like everybody. Like everybody had something mm-hmm. to do in there. Unless you just didn't care and you didn't want to do it. But like, you know, you had something for Raiders. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, it, it, I agree with you. I, I love that piece of content. But even if you didn't, there was still an alternate way to do the relic. You could go out and do Heaven's Ward Fates. You know, fight grind that way over in Heaven's Ward. And yeah, they were pushing us back up there for other... trial players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were continuously, you know, you have this main piece of content, you could do the relics, but if you're not interested, there's an alternative way to do that. And this is just, as you said, phoned in, I said, lazy, um, is, is no bueno. It's weird for a game that I love so much to just be like, I'm not, I'm not feeling you right now. I'm just like really not mm. feeling you right now. And that's, that's weird. I think it also has to do with the fact that like, and maybe this is another one of those just me things like the MSQ since the end of Endwalker just hasn't done a lick of anything for me. Like it's there's, I like the whole, you know, uh, Archfiend's fights and, and stuff like that. But as far as like investing in a story, yeah, Dude, the second that we saw the first trailer for this, we knew what this story was going to be. <laughs> like, mm. you know, it's just, I like Zero. I, I'm not disappointed in the story. I'm just not invested in it. I know that this is like a filler gap. Hey, we're going to wrap this up in two patches because then we're off to the next expansion. Uh, yeah, so it's just kind of like I feel less invested in the game, which is a weird yeah. thing to say about a game I pay every month to play. I feel like when you end a 10 year story, it's pretty hard for them not. Oh, no doubt. Like they, it's, hard, yeah, it's yeah. hard for you to go from the top, yeah, you know, yeah, of your emotions yeah. down to the bottom and, and, and slowly build back up. You're like, oh, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I enjoy the story, like Golbez right. and the Archfiend yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it's hitting all the nostalgia bumps for me. I'm liking the, I'm liking zero. I'm liking it. It's just like there is, it's very surface level for me, if that makes sense. 
It's like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I've, I've heard this story before. I don't mind watching it again <laughs> with better graphics. Let's go. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I will say the deep dungeon, uh, when you get like the deeper stuff, especially if you've done like coils and stuff, it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of like nods. Nods. Yeah. Like, uh, and and I, I think I think it might be the best the, or the most fun deep dungeon. I, it's hard to say best. It's still early. But um, I think Those they did a lot of stuff. Man. Oof. Ouch. What's that? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of rough stuff. Like a lot of things that one shot you. Oh, yeah. Like, but, uh, like running into the berserk ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dread beasts. I think yeah. what they're called bombs, yeah. meteors. Just that was just you know the first ten floors. It's just yeah, the first Gosh. behemoth you fight has a eclectic meteor. Yeah. So hey, uh, if you want to sport some uh, Final Fantasy gear outside of the game, though, a new partnership with uh, Puma sneakers gives you the Warrior of Light, Warrior of Darkness shoes. You can't see them in these shots, but the other shots that I had weren't all that that they published weren't all that great. But there is the Final Fantasy XIV Meteor Insignia on the uh, back heel, and then the there's another insignia on the tongue of the shoe too. So a couple different color schemes representing the Warrior of Light, Warrior of Darkness. Uh, Tark, how many of these hundred and fifty dollar pairs of shoes will you be buying? Zero. I'm a person where if I'm going to get a piece of clothing, like it's about function versus the fashion for me. Um, so like, I'm not looking at someone's shirt, like looking like, Oh, you have the little things on there. I'm like, Oh cool. That's so cool, man. Those are, if I were to get these, they would be in a case and just like as a trophy. And I don't want to do that with the shoe. Does that make sense? <laughs> That's a cow. Who the fuck still rocks Pumas? This ain't 1986. <laughs> I'm like, I know Unaleska <laughs> wants to get like one of each pair, but like, I'm like, Chronos, can I interest you in some Warrior of Dankness Pumas? <laughs> hey, I actually just don't like the way they look. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with them even being involved. I just don't like the way they look. Yeah, the yeah. color schemes uh, definitely aren't doing I, it for I me. I think the, the Warrior of Light one, the, like the, the white ones, look like some stuff like my grandfather would wear. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Warrior Dark, the Warrior Darkness ones are a little bit better, but still not great. Yeah, <laughs> those look like what Hyde and Little if she went jogging. They're like kids. They're like what your nurse would wear at a hospital. <laughs> yeah, Hyde and Little Emmett Selk are gonna go for a jog. And they <laughs> throw on their pumas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a fan of them either. Uh, like, even as a collector, I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Mm. I don't need those. And, oh, my God, the nightmares. Look at this. Look at this. I can't <sighs> this was going to happen when they showed this emote in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Evelisa like uh, tweeting on uh, Twitter saying, you know, the ear wiggle emote on the Viera is cursed. Uh, it does yes. not actually. Oh, do I not have that on loop? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, it does not actually loop uh, <laughs> or wiggle its own damn ears. Why is it doing that? I don't know. It'll it'll go. It'll go. It does not wiggle its <laughs> own damn ears. Ears appear and it wiggles them in front of that. <laughs> it is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> uh. If you wanted more, I guess, phoned-in examples, Kronos, I don't think one gets better than this. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, they don't <laughs> they don't think about the errors and cross cards when they do half the shit they do in the game, so... 
It's not surprising. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're remember like, How does this look on a Lollapel? And then they're like, oh. Remember, oh, yeah, for the longest that. time, it was, you know, uh, headgear was a problem, remember? <laughs> like, yeah, that, it, it still is. is. It still is it still to this is. day. So, you know, that's uh, some nightmare fuel here. Uh, before we leave Final Fantasy XIV, uh, according to an interview this past weekend, uh, thanks you, uh, thank you to Yumidori0726 for some translation work here since it took place on the Chinese news site HK01. Uh, Yoshi P, yeah, wants to get a Final Fantasy XIV slash 16 crossover. He says, uh, as the producer of Final Fantasy 16, of course, I really want to do a collaboration. 14 has a huge player base, and being able to bring 16 to 14 players would be ideal. But that's not a matter I can decide all on my own. I need to discuss it with the producer of 14. It just so happens that the producer and director of 14 has the surname Yoshida, so I'll check with him. If he says yes, then it might really happen. So, facetious... Um Silly byplay aside, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, the producer and director of 14 is also working on another game, so he doesn't have the time to do your crossover, okay, producer <laughs> Yoshida? So the circle there is now complete. He'll probably be phoned in crossover anyways. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> that will be yeah. a great crossover because just, I mean, he basically said no. it. We want to market it to 14's huge player base. <laughs> like... <laughs> That crossover will be spot on. We'll all be. Uh, maybe so I'm just salty because I don't have FanFest tickets. Maybe that's why I'm salty still. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose nobody like got a surprise email or anything, huh? No, no, no. And nobody I know got it. Not one person. Yeah, this oh, I, this one crossover. Person I know got it. This crossover yeah. will like tug at your heartstrings. You'll be emotionally invested. It'll have amazing quests and fights. Like it'll be the best because it's a commercial. Because it's a commercial. <laughs> so it'll, it'll be Final Fantasy 13 crossover. You get a it'll theme. be real nice. <laughs> uh, really quick on the FanFest thing. I don't know if you guys saw, but I'm pretty sure it's basically confirmed that they only sent 7,500 emails. So Wow. No, I didn't see that, that, but I have seen scalpers already. Um, yeah, so that, that means that they, the basically the capacity is 15K. Two per 7,500. Yep. Sag. All right, on to uh, other Square Enix news. We've got changes in leadership as Yosuke Matsuda is stepping down from running Square Enix. Obviously, this will have to go through like board approval and everything. It's expected to to approve. There shouldn't be any problems with this uh, going through. So yeah, he's uh, leaving, and uh, proposed change will be voted for. In June, and Square Enix had this to say, under the rapid change of business environment surrounding the entertainment industry, the proposed change is intended to reshape the management team with the goal of adopting ever-evolving technological innovations and maximizing on the creativity of the company's group in order to deliver even greater entertainment to its customers around the world. He'll be replaced by Takahashi <laughs> Kiryu, uh, who actually has only been part of Square for a couple of years. So started in 2020 uh, as part of like a restructuring thing back in 2020. What uh, they wanted to make clear, by the way, that was not changing was that 
yeah, they're still going to be interested in blockchain and NFT and stuff like that. So if you thought maybe leadership change was going to move the needle on that, it's not, uh, or is least unlikely to based on uh, Square and other leadership's current comments. Does this change anything for you, though, Tark? Uh, you know, the Square's had its ups and downs, and I think you could argue more downs over the last few years than ups. Let's set aside Final Fantasy VII Remake and Final Fantasy XIV. If you set both of those aside, it's hard to look objectively at their business and say they've had success. Right, they've had a few good titles yeah. here: Octopath Traveler, Octopath Traveler Two, a couple uh, other titles out there that have done well. But if you took away fourteen and seven remake, even their own financials show that hey, HD Games is not doing great, hasn't been doing great for a while. Forspoken doesn't help things in recent stuff. Babylon's Fall, all the live service games that they've shut down within fourteen months of them launching. Are we going to get any changes now? Does do, do any of those, I don't want to say failures, but some of them were downright failures. Or didn't meet expectations. Uh, you know, their liquidation of the Western Studios, which, by the way, it was mm -hmm. Matsuda who historically had a little bit of an abrasive attitude towards those Western Studios. Well, now mm. they're gone, so the incoming president isn't going to have to worry about them. Uh, is this going to change anything, though? Um, so I had two reactions. The first one I heard this, I'm like, oh God, thank God. The person that put out those two new year's letters, you know, pronouncing the, the virtues of NFTs is, is, is going away. Um, and you're right. Take out those two games, those two successes. And there's not many hits, if any, from, from Square Enix, unfortunately. Um, and then I saw that, oh yeah, we're, you're doubling down basically on the, the new technologies, NFTs, blockchain. So my, I went from real high to, to real lows that nothing's going to get changed. Um, I'm just wondering if like they're making a change because there's opportunities that Matsuda just missed out on, um, like licensing out IPs like Tomb Raider to Amazon and such. Um, and this new person that's coming in has lots of ideas of ways they can go and branch out and increase their revenue stream. And uh, I'm hopeful, but um, I'm gonna uh, hold. I'm I'm in reservation mode. Like uh, I gotta see, you know, some some games and some moves before I make any decision on that. Yeah, and like like we said, we already know that they are still going to focus on NFT and and blockchain. So that is a basically a foregone conclusion. That is still very much a thing. They in fact made sure in a separate statement to say exactly that. Kronos, does this? You know, I, I can kind of see like Masuda almost being pushed out like a, hey, resign or we're going to take other action because it just has not been good for a number of years now. And and you can survive as a CEO making a bad or a president making a bad decision here and there. But when literally you're looking at where would this company be if Yoshi P never took over Final Fantasy 14? And the answer being probably not in a very good spot. Uh, and maybe you would argue they're not in a great spot now and still just trying to make themselves attractive for an acquisition. I, I don't know. Can, can, can this possibly lead to better decisions? I kind of feel like a lot of the decisions that have been made already 
have cast the die and you can't take a lot of those back. You're not going to get your Western publishers back, even if you were interested in doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it really changes anything, sadly. Uh, I was under the same impression as Tark at first. I was hopeful that, like, oh, well, maybe this changes. Maybe they pushed them out and they're going to change their stance on NFTs. They did them. So I mean, even Yoshi P said he thinks that there's tech that could yeah. take advantage of that yeah. stuff. He just doesn't I, want to put it in 14. So everybody at the top levels of SE still wants to go down that path. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, nobody likes, like, almost no one likes it. It's only, like, executive people that I feel like that are, like, really pushing it. And I, and I feel like Yoshi P is probably even a little pressured to say it, I would imagine. But I don't know. I can't know that for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't really personally think this changes anything, sadly. I don't think I, it I does think, either. Yeah. I want it to, but I don't think I hope it so. does. Yeah, I hope so, too. My, my other thought is, as a CEO, like, again, maybe he was missing some opportunities or he was bristling at opportunities that were coming to him. Like maybe he's a reason why a merger with Sony didn't happen. And this guy's going to be a little bit more open to ideas and exploring that with Sony. I don't know. I just feels almost scapegoaty a little bit to me. It does. Like they are. uh, It does. Like I would, I would agree with you, Tark. If I thought the new person was going to bring about change, I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, Hey, we need a sacrificial lamb for the shareholders. Guess yeah. what, buddy? It's you. <laughs> yeah. You know, turn I mean, in the turn in the resignation. Because they they're literally reading from the same script as him uh, when they came in. That's yeah. what that's yeah. what gets to me. It's like it's like, you know, it would be one thing if they booted him out and then they're like, no more NFTs, we're done. But they literally are just saying the same stuff he said. Yep. So it feels like they like whispered in his ear, they're like, hey, we need to get on NFTs. And then he was like, NFTs are the best. And then they're like, kick him out. I NFTs mean, are the best. It's the same, same thing. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. Things can't be going that badly. You know, I mean, their financial statements recently we reviewed on the show haven't been great, but they are moving their offices now. They are going to, yeah. well, it'll be in 2024, November 2024. They're going to be putting themselves uh, right in Shibuya. Uh, right now they've been outside, um, uh, they've been in what? Shinjuku Ward, right? Shinjuku, yeah. And, and now they're going to be right in Shibuya. They don't know how many floors. It's a whole new complex. They're in. The, going to be in the biggest building, but they don't know how many floors they're going to take up in Block A there. And that'll be in twenty November of 2024 when that project's completed. So, you know, that's got to cost a little more uh, than, than the old rent right now. I mean, oh, that yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen money is good. It's oh, it's definitely yeah. It's, it's it's keeping good. Square Enix afloat. Yeah. 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 Speaking of afloat, you know what you need to no. stay afloat, Kronos. Water. Water. You need water. Oh, <laughs> I had to bring this to the show today. Only because I brought it up. to Only you. because you brought it up to me. We all know that Tark does not even like the concept of Power Wash Simulator. And I'm going to say I did catch my daughter playing uh, Roblox the other day, and she was playing a power washing simulator knockoff Roblox game uh, that she's like absolutely addicted to. I just like the ding. I like the ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> but, you know, Midgar can get messy. And now, uh, as we talked about in previous shows, you can power wash the hell out of Midgar. And I just got to say, Tark has taken some time 
to maybe rethink his stance on this game. He kept an open mind like he did with Fiat Rhythm. That one panned out. Yeah. So he opened up That's his good. brain and said, maybe there's something here. And he went and you watched a stream <laughs> of Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> and what'd you think, Tark? Uh, my OCD just kept making me want to pick at scabs that aren't there. Like, so it was Maximilian Dude's stream of this, and he was washing, you know, Cloud's bike from Final Fantasy VII. And Gotta keep that bike clean. All the nooks and crannies, like, and and maybe it was just compounded by the like OCD anxiety that Max was also giving off as well. But like, I was like, no, just like. And I'm like seeing dirt. I'm like, no, uh, just get get in the creases. No, uh, just, I was like, after 20 minutes, I was like, I'm just done. No, I just can't do this game. I immediately get pinged after that stream. And he's like, I just watched 20 minutes of this. I will never play this game in my entire life. <laughs> nope. I heard nope. I heard it's written by Nomura. Like, I heard he actually did writing for this game. It's funny. I find that hilarious. And so for this ex like expansion of the game. Yeah, because game, I guess there's like voiceover thing. people. Yeah. Oh I guess my god! Like, yeah, yeah. Because I think well, I had a friend send me. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, so like, yeah. So people don't know it's a square game. It's funny. I went ahead and just wrote down on my you know Christmas list, you know exactly what I think Tark might like for Christmas. So we'll see. Yeah, what the happens. funny thing is, if someone were to give this to me, I would try it out maybe for twenty minutes and then be like, nope, I'm done. Totally not Square Enix related, but if you missed the Capcom spotlight today, the Resident Evil 4 demo is live if you want to go check that out. Um, I, guys, I felt like we should bring you know, a little bit of a celebration, if you will, to the show. A little bit of an anniversary. An anniversary. This is episode 96. I mean, we are closing in on 100 episodes of the Relic Grind, which is just incredible when you think about it. Thank you so much. Make sure you click like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. But I felt like, you know, what would be appropriate, Kronos, to celebrate? Like, let's... What, what has happened that we could celebrate the anniversary of? And then I remembered that yesterday, or two days ago, sorry, Tuesday was the one-month anniversary. It was the one-month <laughs> anniversary of the Final of the... Fantasy stream that never happened. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be one month ago, two days ago, that we were supposed to get the mother of all Final Fantasy reveal streams. Not only have we not seen any of those things revealed, but that stream still has not happened in any way, shape, yeah. or form, even in a truncated list versus what was supposed to be on that stream. So I think it's safe to call this one busted now. Like, if we're the Mythbusters, yeah. are we allowed to... Okay, this one's busted. Yeah. Yeah. I was hopeful, but yeah. Yeah. We're busted. I mean, they're going to do some, man. It's not me, a 35th anniversary thing at some point, but you know, sure. who knows sure. when at this point. Uh, okay, before we head over and end the show today, uh, I know Kronos has wanted to maybe talk about this for a while now. He brought it up a while, you know, months and months, maybe even like a year ago, as a, you know, say, hey, we could talk about this sometime. Since we spent so much time last week talking about turn-based RPGs and Final Fantasy 16, and does that you know feel like a Final Fantasy game? You know, with it's not turn-based. 
presumably there will be some other staples in there, right? Chocobos and you know the 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 things you're you, maybe there won't be. I don't know. Mm. Uh, we'll see. Um, we've seen what looks to be chocobos in 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 other portions, but like Moogles and who knows, like whatever. Uh, let's talk about a few. RPGs that are our all-time favorites, so it doesn't matter what system it's on. Um, maybe you can play it today, maybe you can't. doesn't matter. That aren't made by Square Enix. We give Chrono Cross a lot of love on this show. We give other Octopath and Octopath Traveler 2 a lot of love on this show. I know Tark you know, has been liking Voice of Cards and, and Project Triangle Strategy. But let, SE is off the board. You're not allowed. Tark, what are some of your favorite RPGs that aren't Square Enix? Can we do pre-merger? Because it wasn't Square E, it was Square... Or are you, you trying e. to sneak in, like, Breath of it's Fire or something? Enix. It's trying to get like, Enix. Well, Breath of Fire or is Dragon Capcom, Quest. Right? Well, the first one was well, Square. Well, the first Breath of Fire was Square. Yeah. With Capcom collab thing. No, you trying, trying to get to Secret in... of Mana? No, I'm trying to sneak in uh, Valkyrie Profile, the original. Nope, that's Square. So PlayStation get 1. out of here. Nope. No, that's Enix. Else. Nope. It's literally Enix. Nope. Square Enix. Nope. Doesn't count. Whatever. It says Enix, right? Yep. There. Square Enix doesn't count. Enix. Okay. It doesn't count. All right. Damn good game, though. Um, Damn good game. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that Damn one. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to PlayStation, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. Oh, so Wild you're going Arms. like a little little different RPG. Okay. So, yeah, I yeah, get you. Yeah, it's still RPG at yeah, yeah, yeah. core. Oh, yeah, I get you. I'm uh, with you. It's, you know, Metroidvania. Yeah, and... Wait a minute. So, hold on. Actually, I don't get you. I don't I don't know if I would count Castlevania Symphony of the Night as an RPG. The only thing that was even remotely RPG about it was gear. You level up. You level I th- up. I think yeah, you, you level experience. up, in, but you have, you have no control over your stats, like, besides gear. You, you, you don't, like... Spend skill points and build Alucard out into your own pers- you know, your own your own role play uh, of Alucard. Like that's it. You level up, your stats all go up, and you pick and match gear for whatever the situation. Like even the gear, the the stats themselves really didn't matter. You were looking for different abilities at <sighs> different times on the gear. Is this? I I gotta. I don't know. I gotta drop my veto on this one. Uh, but Chronos, I'll get, I know, just chat. what do you got? Chat. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's like a deep RPG, but it. I think it's it technically is surface RPG. level at best. Yeah, I guess it, it really just depends on like where you draw the line. But like, I mean, it has elements. So it has RPG, RPG elements. Yeah, come on. So, like, I mean, but it also well, has I kind of, like, of a platformer yeah. and, a, and, a, and some other things. I mean, too, like but. under the strictest definition, I guess like Final Fantasies themselves aren't our true RPGs, right? Because you're not playing the role; you're playing Cloud and stuff like that. But okay, fine. It's surface level at best. We'll come back to you for another one. What do you, what okay. do you got on your list, Kronos? I have a long list, so uh, I guess I'll just pick off of it. I, I I'm gonna go deeper because I think so. Like uh, I'm a big like tactical RPG fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've played probably almost every single like at least like somewhat mainstream ones. Uh, Vandal Hearts for the PlayStation One is probably like oh, the personal oh, favorite yeah, that, was, that, was awesome. that I play from time to time. Not the second one, really. I'm not a big fan of like anything past the first one, but the first one is probably like I mean I still own it. And the Blood Squirts just yeah, you know, it's it's down it here somewhere. I'm pretty visceral, sure I still own the original disc. Visceral Visceral Kills was awesome. Yeah, so like uh, next to like Final Fantasy Tactics, that's like probably one of my favorite. On the tactics RPG. front, I gotta go with uh, yours is. 
fantastic, and yeah, I own it. But Shining Force Two uh, yeah, on the Genesis and yeah. Shining uh, Shining Force CD. Uh, those are the whole Shining Force series is very good. But like, if I have to just pick one or two, absolutely a great. I would love game. to have a proper tactical Shining Force again. I, I miss those. Those were awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got Tikal in chat saying Lost Odyssey, Grandia Two, Wild Arms, Swickadin One and Two, all fantastic, all fan. We've we've actually talked about Lost Odyssey quite a few times on this show, um, mm-hmm. both in pre-show and then for me, like one of the big ones of obviously the Tales series, and you could like pick whichever one is your favorite uh, from the Tales series. But I think I'm one that's it. that's a little maybe not as you know uh recognizable as the tales series is the actual trials series uh i oh, yeah. love trials, trials. oh yeah 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 the legend of heroes the that whole franchise but specifically the trials one like it's a hard one to recommend to people though that haven't played any of them because to get like the true story uh from the the trails series like you got to play them all. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you got to go back to the beginning. You got to go back to the beginning. But series. I absolutely love them. I absolutely love them. Go ahead, Tark. Uh, moving up in in the world. Um, going to PlayStation Two, Shadow Hearts. Oh, it has to be. I knew you were going to bring that. And Dark Cloud Two. Yeah, Both Dark Cloud One wasn't titles. great. They really nailed great. two. Yeah. Level that's where that's what put level five on the map for me is Dark Cloud Two. I love that game. Kronos, uh, I'll stay Sega with you. Uh, Skies of Arcadia, yeah, I played that on GameCube. No, yeah, I, you I gotta think, play I think the most Dreamcast. People, yeah, the Dreamcast. I, I think most people did play it on GameCube, kind of like Sonic Two. I think a lot of people played Sonic Adventure Two on GameCube. Yeah, the Dreamcast was kind of dying off at the time. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I was a Dreamcast baby on that one. Yeah, I remember playing it on the Dreamcast. Yeah, because like you could see the ship battles on the VMU, the <laughs> the ships like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. yeah, no, I I still I haven't actually played that one in a bit. I need to play that one again sometime soon. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Wild Hearts series. You ever play Wild Hearts? Or Thousand Arms, Thousand Arms series. Thousand, thousand Arms, Arms Thousand, thousand Arms. arms. I was, I'm thinking about Vandal Hearts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and 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 if I had to go like get a sneaky one in there, since you did Tark, uh, you know, mine would be from Square instead of from Enix, and it would probably be Xeno Gears. But there you I, go. that's like one that I would try to sneak in there that wasn't Square Enix. It's it was Square back in the day. I mean, you could, you could make I mean, the argument the rest of the Xeno series isn't Square, so yeah, why not? Well, you, well, you have what uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, which is fantastic, right? Uh, all of those. Xenosaga, and then Xenosaga. Well, none of that was Square. Uh, yep. Yeah, <laughs> all three of those PlayStation Two games, Xenosaga, one and two were so good, and then three was like, what is going yeah. on? What? Yeah. I, I think they were just rushed, right? They just had to like, we got to get this done. We got to get the the wrap. And they rushed those cutscenes. The cutscenes were long. Right. Well, that was <laughs> the thing. Like, so much of the game was cutscenes. Yeah. It felt like they didn't have any more time. They weren't going to get a fourth game like they maybe originally planned or something. It just felt like we're going to show you the movie and that's it. Pretty <laughs> much, movie. yeah. You got one more, Tark? Uh, I can just do one more. Okay. Um, you do I'm gonna as many go- as you want. Just three, got, just, this, like the, this is the last cycle to you, so throw them all up. There. Okay. So going back to my PC days, um, my Magic Six, 
I just mm. I dumped hundred plus hours into Might Magic Six. It was so good. Um, make your own team and kind of first person, you know, dungeon crawl, but in the open world. So it was awesome. Um, I also loved Baldur's Gate one and two. Um, with you on the tail series, got Symphonia. That was one of my favorites. Um, let's see. Got to do some PSP love. Lunar, right? Lunar's, Lunar's awesome. PSP love. What are you talking about? That's PlayStation what? 1. That's actually Sega CD. Sega Saturn. Yeah, and Sega well, Saturn. I'm just saying. I, I, I've got it on the PSP, and that's where I played it. Um, and Dragon Age Origins. That was another one I put, like, hundreds of hours in. It was absolutely magnificent. And I hope... Dreadwolf is top notch. I mean, we gotta we gotta nod Legend of Dragoon, right? Like we have to oh, nod yeah, that yeah. one. It's on my list. Yeah. That one kind of got generic, you know, got like three quarters of the way through. It kind of like got, got very generic and just wrapped itself up. It was like, okay, we're done. Let's go. Uh, Fantasy Star series is is another one. Ooh, I, if I gotta four. pick one, yeah, four. I'm dead with you there. If you have to go with one, you go four. Wild Arms is, is another one. What about you, Kronos? Finish up your uh, your uh, list. Obviously, yeah, we could do we could do a whole show about this sometime. Oh, where we're just absolutely um, like more actiony stuff, like on, more on the multiplayer side too. Like Champions and Dark Alliance are yeah. a pretty big series. I used to play a lot of X Men Legends. If that, if you want to count that, yeah, that I think that count. has some. RPG I mean, if we're gonna fucking too. count Symphony of the Night, um, Jesus. <laughs> Then you got like some, like some of the more old school fire looms. I really dig because that, that goes more into the tactical stuff. And then one I feel like a lot of people overlook that's actually really good. I don't know if you guys have played it, but Lord of the Rings: The Third Age, which was yeah, like also absolutely. like GameCube, absolutely. yes, also a really good RPG on yep. the purple lunchbox. Breathfire Three. It's Cal saying Nina Cooney one. I liked one and two, uh, but for different reasons. Like two was very different, right? You had the city building type aspect in there too. I think I platted the second one. I didn't plat the first one though. I, oh, by the way, I did get, you guys know this, but I got my Theatrhythm Platinum this past week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes, I did see you mention uh, that. I got my Platinum for Theatrhythm, so. I, I did some Endos World. That was, I need to build up my tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you yeah. do. Yes. I've been playing on Supreme Difficulty. That's yes, been pretty do. fun. Some of, the, some of those, like, custom tracks are pretty tough. Ooh, on Supreme? Like oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, the, lowest, a, the lowest level Supreme, I think, is what? Like, 11? Level 11, 11 yep. out of 15? Yep, and then there's only a couple fifteens. I'm proud of myself when I get a six down. Yeah, if if you can do sixes, some of like the lower, uh, like ultimates, there's some sixes and sevens. You may be able to try those. Well, he's had to clear a couple of those for different quests, I think, haven't you? Yeah, I just uh, stack with healers and pops, you know, the pots, and then I, I just try not to <laughs> fail. Stacks on the, the entire deck. fucking deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they're there for, right? That's right. That's what they're there for. Let's slide over and do Let's love go. it or leave it. Love it or leave it is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here. I'm going to give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, could be a feature in a game, a press release, something even tangentially related to Square Enix. And you tell me whether you love it, want more of it, leave it. I think I'm going to know where this is going to go based on our earlier conversation. But Tark, love it or leave it, a change in Square Enix leadership. Now, to be specific, I'm not saying... You love or leave the person leaving or coming in. We're not talking about a specific yeah. person here. Just at this exact moment in time, mm-hmm. do you love or it. leave a leadership change for Square Enix? 
uh, I'm going to leave it because I believe if you're going to have a leadership change, there should be a change in leadership in direction that you're going, uh, ideals or, you know, ideology. Um, I don't think anything's actually going to change. That's where I have my reservation um, about this change. I think it's just going to be more of the same, potentially. So in that regards, I, you're changing for the sake of change at that point. So I'm I'm just leaving it. I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm going to leave it because it's not a leadership change. It's a figurehead change. That's all that's happening mm -hmm. here. Kronos. Yeah, just make it unanimous. It's it, it's just a skate. They're just using them as a scapegoat to me. Like they're not changing direction at all. Right. So I don't really feel like anything's really changing. That's going to do it for us here on this episode of the Relic Grind. But chat, don't go anywhere right after the show. We have Faye back. Yay! Back. You're back. back. She's still the alive. See, back. we promised. <laughs> we promised. How are you? It's I been a couple it. of weeks. It has. I'm good. I am now a professional fairy, though. I, so I know. I didn't tell anybody because, like, I didn't know how much was public while it was still training and stuff like that. But since you've said it, can you please explain the chat how you are a professional fairy? Well, now I will go around the world, even though, yes, I am still practicing. We finish up our festival training here in another couple of weeks. But I go around providing sparkle to all of the world in the hair. So if you have at least three inches of hair, you should uh, come see me at a fairy event. I don't know. What you got under that hat, Tark? You letting that grow in mm -hmm. yet? Mm-hmm. You still shaving. What can we do with this? You can get there. <laughs> what can we do with this, babe? I, huh? I at least have pixie dust. I at least have maybe, pixie dust. We can, can, can we make something maybe, maybe something on the chin here. Maybe we can do something yes. with this chin thing? Yes. Come on. We have done goatees and things before, so absolutely a possibility. I, I need to fairy grow life. that goatee go. in three I'm inches, down. and down. then we gotta we gotta fairy that up. Yeah, it's uh, to Cal, It's a hair thing. It's a hair thing. Like you could see it in Faye's hair right now, where she's yeah. got like the it's it's sparkly hair stuff. It is Finkelpot's original fairy hair. Yes. All right. What are we playing tonight, Faye? Uh, we are back in Icewind Dale because I have a date with a basement. Word. I have not forgotten about. A date with a basement. <sighs> Chat, don't go anywhere. Give us a moment or two just after the show to relabel everything, and then Faye will be right back with some Icewind Dale. That's going to do it for us here today. Until next week, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, uh, same as always, Twitter. Uh, push it through the ultimate. We're on phase five now. So home stretch, kind of, sort of. Not really. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Mainly just watching what's happening in the NFL offseason and playing Marvel Snap. That's pretty much it. Tark. Twitch store to YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming. You can catch me playing Final Fantasy fourteen and a crap ton of Destiny 2. And then here on Saturday nights, uh, Ready Check Radio, where I'm diving further and further into the fun of Final Fantasy fifteen Chapter 3, let's go. Followed by Power Wash Simulator. No. Uh, I'm oh, don't have the outro set correctly. I'm Mike Vern. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast or a stream. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers later. Take that power wash and shove it up his